The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Please welcome Mr. Freds. What is up, peeps, and welcome to episode 42 of the Fretzelmania podcast, Stand Back. I am Mr. Fretz. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fretzelmania. That's F-R-E-T-Z-L-E-Mania. This podcast can be heard on Wrestle Attic Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast on all common listening platforms. Today I am reviewing Monday Night Raw, August 27th, 2001. We see the debut of a new superhero persona. The Rock defends the WCW title against Rhino. Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho team up to take on two members of the Alliance, who, you're just going to have to wait and find out. A little bit of housekeeping before I get into uh, this show. Housekeeping, you want towel? No, thank you. Housekeeping, you want pillow? Please let me sleep. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? If you get that reference, I love you. So, yeah, a little housekeeping before I get into this show. I'm recording this on the 14th of August. Uh, this is for, obviously, a show that's almost two weeks later. Uh... I'm going to be away the week that this show is coming out, so I'm just getting everything watched at the same time all at once, and so that the rest of my month is free to uh, continue working my busy season and go on my little vacation and just kind of unwind, kind of unpack and relax and gradually slow down as back-to-school season starts. And in September, you know... I got some crazy shows coming up. There's going to be a very somber one. I think uh, we all know why, because holy crap, it's been 20 years since that's happened. And yeah, I got some cool stuff hopefully cooking up for Patreon in the fall as well. So just keep your ears to the ground for that one. Raw on August 27th, 2001 is live from Grand Rapids, Michigan. We see a recap from SmackDown where Stone Cold Steve Austin is defending the title against Chris Jericho. Of course, Stone Cold uses his heel tactics and the ropes to win this match. Taz is on commentary being his usual heel alliance self, uh, really putting this whole thing over. We see plugs for the WCW Championship match between Rhino and The Rock. Stone Cold Steve Austin and somebody is going up against Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho in the night's main event. However, Stone Cold Steve Austin is injured and he is going to have to handpick one or two members of the Alliance to go up against them. The show opens with Shane McMahon cutting a promo, talking about how he purchased WCW with his own money, how he has a goal to put his dad out of business. 
The crowd is just egging him on, chanting asshole, and he gets to a, to a spot where he just tells them to shut up, and he sounds exactly like his dad when he says that. And he says that this company has assets, and one of them being their former champion, Booker T. And then Shane McMahon just like, you know what? Sob this. I am calling out The Rock. Yeah, I know I booked you in a title match with Rhino later tonight, but I would be happy to be the man that beats you and becomes the WCW champion. If you smell, out comes The Rock. And he's saying things like, you know, you think The Rock doesn't care about the WCW title. The Rock knows it traces back to Frank Gotch, Lou Thez, Ricky Steamboat, and woo, Ric Flair. Man, that's uh, kind of ironic uh, having his name mentioned at, <laughs> at the show this week. It's like, Rick, damn it, Alanis, I told you. And it's like, recently, though, the WCW title has been through DDP, Booker T, the guy from Scream 2, the maid from the Jeffersons, the dog from Married with Children, and just like your sister, everyone gets a turn now it has purpose and meaning now it has the rock and then the rock is just walking down the ramp slowly he's like i'll come to the ring shane mcmahon does just bring it it's a trap and a trap it is shane runs away rhino tries to jump in the ring he fails but finally boom gar gar and the rock just flips and crumples like he took the stone cold stunner absolute mwah, chef's kiss of a cell by the rock backstage we see deborah trying to nurse stone cold steve austin's injured arm nothing's working stone cold is pitching a fit like a petulant child uh talking about this oh this tag match with chris jericho and kurt angle he might not be able to do it but He's got to get someone from the Alliance to do it. So Rob Van Dam and Raven come in and they have a hardcore championship match against each other. And Stone Cold doesn't like the sound of two members of the Alliance wrestling each other. No, you guys should team up or I'll team up with one of you or it'll be a handicap match or something. So, so yeah, we'll see where this goes Speaking of members of a roster fighting each other, we have The Undertaker versus Albert. I guess Stone Cold won't mind if WWE fights each other, right? Uh, there is a spot here. Uh, JR says that Kane has an infected elbow and that The Undertaker has been gradually learning submission moves. We have double champ, cruiserweight and light heavyweight champion X-Punk, accompanying the 350 pound i highly doubt that albert with his shit shiny silver shirt and this is of course the spot where if i had the k murphy soundbite meat slapping majesty i'm sorry for using that i'll have to think of a new one and pavlovians fans x Pac sucks even in his shiny shirt a shiny shirt that i think dave from the ra era podcast would absolutely adore or even uh my good brother 
that I recorded uh, with a couple of weeks ago, Kyle from the Apron Bump podcast. Guys, if you're hearing this, seriously, let's let's collapse some stuff. Paul Heyman calls Albert the moil of misery, and I'm not brushed up on my on my Jewish. So someone who is hearing this, even if you're a member of our Patreon, but by the way, if you're not a member of our Patreon, sign up five bucks a month. Uh, let me know what that means. Undertaker takes Albert to old school, which then was probably just called middle school. And then Taker finally breaks out the Jericho's list of 1,004 holds and does the arm bar. And then X-Pac tries to, to interfere. He gets choked. And then X-Pac gets nailed. Taker, I mean, Albert hits a really nice scissors kick on the outside. The Baldo Bomb is denied. The choke slam wins. And the future WrestleMania opponents have quite the match that The Undertaker wins. Backstage, Hurricane Helms is with Michael Cole. Helms is talking about his childhood obsession with the Green Lantern, who is now his number two greatest superhero after Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Michael Cole is having a laugh here. So he's like, <clears throat> you, do you believe in superheroes? He then calls Cole a sanctimonious non-believer and calls Lita evil and has like, hey, this is just like that time that the Green Lantern faced off against Lady Quark. And tonight you're going to see the birth of a superhero. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. <gasps> We're here. We are here. It is now time for the European Championship match between Matt Hardy and the Hurricane. Hurricane comes to the ring in a green cape. In a shirt with a big H on it. And a prototypical version of the hurricane mask for the superhero persona that we all got to know and love over the next few years. Hurricane Helms starts the match with uh, going for a handshake, good citizen. No? Okay. And into a wrestling match they go. They have a good back and forth contest here. Matt Hardy going for the second rope leg drop. And Ivory comes down to the ring with a tire iron. She smashes the back of Lita's knee with it. She hits Matt with it. And Matt Hardy hits... I mean, the Hurricane hits the Eye of the Hurricane. And we have a new European champion. Ivory and a tire iron frenzy. Holy smokes. Uh, this is huge. I mean, Matt Hardy's been the European champion since April. So finally, that title has gotten some prominence. And it is on a real-life superhero. Backstage, Frosted Tips Cole wants to talk to Kurt Angle, who sees Raven walking down the backstage and starts attacking him. Slaps on the ankle lock and says to give Stone Cold Steve Austin a message to... Uh, be as selfish as he wants to be if he wants to kick my ass. It's true, and the truth hurts. A little bit of a twist on the it's true, it's damn true. 
And yeah, we see a bit of a monkey wrench or a tire iron here thrown into the plans of Stone Cold, the Alliance, and the main event tag team match. Backstage, Raven is hurt. He can't straighten his leg. He comes to the doctor's office here, and there is a conveniently empty doctor's table next to him. That Lita now comes in here. And I find it kind of funny that a WWE doctor is helping out someone from both companies. I mean, you would technically be breaking your Hippocratic Oath if you didn't help both people. But I think it would have been just a little bit of a funny twist if WWE and the Alliance both had their... Uh, own respective like medical staff this i just found this funny i think it's also because that my my mother is a retired nurse and i'm just looking at it through those eyes and it's it's funny and austin comes in thinking that he's gonna replace raven uh and he does he says you just lost your shot and just starts smashing his knee sean stasiak wants to get in here he continuously wants to impress stone cold steve austin but fails miserably and yeah he's gonna try but let's see what happens hugh morris and edge have a little scuttlebutt backstage and edge is drinking a pepsi here because why not and he calls edge sweet soda mcgee okay first of all bill it's pop, not soda, not sody pop, not soda pop, pop. And he says, what kind of fake name is Edge? Christian comes in here looking more ridiculous by the week. He is getting the frillier and furrier outfits. The circumference of his shades are growing at an exponential rate. You got to get that checked out, bud. And says, hey, hey, hang on, hang on. Yeah, people have been picking on him his whole life for his dumb name. And then Edge pulls off all of the usual Bart Simpson, Mo Sislak prank phone call tricks with, wait, hold a minute, hold the phone. What kind of name is Hugh Morris? No, Hugh Suck. Hugh Totally reek. Hugh, need to try deodorant. <laughs> and, <coughs> excuse me. Challenge for the IC title. Hugh must be crazy, and Hugh got it. And we see a recap of the Test Bradshaw feud that dates back when, well, Test was wrongfully accused of being a mole, and the APA got exactly what was coming to them. They deserved it. Test was innocent. Speaking of Test and JBL, they have a match coming up next here that is just a whole bunch of beef in the ring. Test misses his uh, Nacho Man elbow. JBL lands the uh, fallaway slam or the last call or the move that Stuart Brooks, formerly of the New Generation Project podcast, would eloquently call it in his British accent, the sack of shit.
Bradshaw lands the clothesline from hell, but Shane pulls out the referee. Shane is accompanying Test here, which is very weird, given the fact that just two years ago, around this time, Test and Shane McMahon had a hardcore match at SummerSlam in a love her or leave her match, which is making Test and Stephanie's interactions backstage even weirder. I mean, I have no qualms with being like, you know, friends with your ex, but now you're doing favors for her? Nah, at, no, at, and after the fashion in which she dumped Test, uh, no, ma'am, <laughs> I'm not feeling that. I am not, not with that. Eventually, we have a spot here where Farouk chases Shane around the ring, and then Test runs right into Farouk with the clothesline, and this distraction, Shane gets in the ring here, he's like, boom, hops in the ring, bleh, gets out, and then, boom, Test hits the big boot for the win, and Test is getting some wins. Test is getting some momentum. Wow. How about that? Stone Cold Steve Austin yells at Deborah backstage about Kurt, about Rob Van Dam, whatever. Uh, this whole thing left me without a partner. And then backstage, in another room, Kurt Angle is having a milk break. And then Stasiak tries to attack him. And uh, Sean and Stacy are talking here and trying to cook up a plan here. Ooh, Sean and Stacy, they were a couple in WCW, folks. Did you know that? Mance, I can hear him seething right now based on the nitros that you used to review. My my God, how did you do that? It's the Sean and Stacy show. Except it's not. And this, folks, is where I'm going to take a quick commercial break when I come back. The Rock vs. Rhino for the WCW title. The Sean and Stacy show. Edge vs. Hugh Jazz for the Intercontinental title. And so much more. Stay tuned. What's up, everybody? This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager of Wrestle Addict Radio and host of Kings of the Rings podcast. And it must be Friday because right now you are listening to the Fretzelmania podcast exclusively here on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Now enjoy the rest of the show. My name is the Monday Night Delight, and my life has been pretty crazy. You see, I've been a wrestling fan since I was 10, and when I was 29, I started a wrestling show with my friend Mitchell called The Gift Podcast. You may have heard of it. It was great, but Mitchell met a girl that he thought was even greater, so he left the show when they got married, and I still love him. Anyway, I did the show by myself for a while, but that got hard, so I joined up with Rant with Ant and went to WrestleMania, where I met the Kings of the Rings, and that was awesome. Eventually, though, Rant with Ant went away, but Ant left us with WrestleMania Radio. Hooray! But then things got crazy in my life, and I decided to stop doing The Gift Podcast. For four months, I didn't do a show except when Goldberg won the Universal title from The Fiend. I mean, what was that all about? I was so mad and I had no outlet. It drove me crazy and I had to start a new show. The Delight Show. Every Wednesday, we talk about all elite wrestling, TNA, Impact Wrestling, pop culture, and if we really, really have to, the WWE. It's a fun time and I'd love for you to join me every Wednesday on The Delight Show on Wrestle Attic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Bye! Stand back! There's a hurricane coming through. Stand back, folks, because this portion of the show is brought to you by our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Radio, The cure for the common wrestling Patreon. Five bucks a month gets you exclusive content. 
such as Fretz's Fave 5, The 20 Bell Salute. Willie T's Wrestle Wars. It's been a while since Willie T's been able to do that. It'll be a little while before he's able to do it again, but hey, I'm looking forward to whenever you get to do it, buddy, because uh, it's good shit, pal. You also get Tales of an Epic Nature with King Ricky Rose, Light the Fuse with Mr. YLP, and 15% off of our merch on Spring. All of the links are in the description of this podcast. You get t-shirts and hoodies and towels and blankets and coffee mugs and face masks of all of us on Russell Attic Radio. You got the Fretzelmania collection. You got the Mr. White LP collection, the Kings of the Rings collection, and the Delight Show collection, including individual members of KOTR, including the Queen Bee themselves, VK Murphy, Willie T, and King Ricky Rose. All that and more on our Patreon. Sign up, tell a friend, and then tell their friends. So on, so on, and so on. The Rock defends his WCW title against the Man Beast Rhino. And there's no if you smell for The Rock's theme here because it is all business after Rhino jumped The Rock in the opening portion of the show. You just hear his dun, 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 and then just bam, The Rock just starts nailing Rhino here. And they have a great back and forth match here. Rhino lands a gore on the outside of the ring. The Rock then has the spine buster. Shane McMahon tries to get uh, interference in here, but the APA, who are getting a measure of revenge against Shane McMahon for all of his hijinks as of late, chases him out of the arena. And then the gore is denied. The Rock lands the rock bottom and still WCW champion the Rock. Backstage, we see Sean Stasiak and Stacy Keebler trying to set a Scooby-Doo-esque trap here for Kurt Angle. And it's like, we all know that Kurt Angle drinks a glass of milk before his match. So what I did here is put this bucket over a door, man, and I filled it with this old moldy milk. And oh, I hear someone coming. I hear someone coming. And then... It's going to be someone that they didn't want to get moldy milk on, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. Deborah is the unfortunate victim of what can I only assume is a rib backstage. And uh, whoever did this did. Steve and Deborah get into an argument about how this is Kurt Angle's fault. And... That you smell right now, Deborah, and you mess with my prized possession, the WWE title. Oh, oh, and my wife, and my wife, my wife. Yeah, Stone Cold. Now I see why my best buddy Wakely used to call Austin Stone Cold Steve Asshole. <laughs> uh, Wakely, <laughs> shout out to you, buddy. I love you. Uh, I, I, I've shouted this dude out so many times on the podcast because... It was around this time that this this dude was my best friend. He's in the other side of the country now, but uh, ah, can of beer for you, Wake Star. Love it. Coming up next is Edge versus Hugh Jazz. Yeah, uh, do I do I have a Hugh Jazz 
Um, I'm huge as. Telephone for you. Hello. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna level with you, guy. Uh, this is a prank phone call that has uh, backfired, so I'm just uh, gonna duck out now. Mm, okay. That was a nice young man. Yeah, Hugh Morris here, Mr. Hugh G. Rection, has a match against Edge for the IC title, and Christian is on commentary looking like just the biggest fucking D-Gen I've ever seen in my life. He's got the furry, like Jesse Ventura furry coat and the gigantic, you know, like Jesse Ventura sunglasses. I guess he's been taking fashion tips from Jesse the Body Ventura and the circumference of his shades are getting even larger by the day. They ask why he's still carrying around Edge's trophies because I'm proud of him. And if the roles were reversed, yeah, Edge would card around the trophy for me if I was king of the ring and whatnot and you know there's a little bit of jealousy and dissension here at Edge and Christian because I think this is the last time that they're like together together in the ring because spoiler alert I've looked ahead to next week I've looked ahead to the first raw of September at Last, Christian is on his own. Is there jealousy here? Yes. And yes, there is. And then Paul Heyman is just egging on Christian here, saying, like, are you more flamboyant and charismatic of the two? Uh, I'd say yes. Captain Charisma, Paul E. You forget that is his name. That wouldn't be his nickname for four years. Shut up, current frets. Shut up, past frets. Shut up, voices in my head that counsel me that understand. Anyways, Christian distracts the referee here, and it winds up getting Edge disqualified. And he's just like, bro, what the hell? Booker T and Cole have a backstage bit here, and it's like, the Rock didn't win the WCW title, sucker. He stole the WCW title, sucker. And uh, they go over this, uh, the Booker Wee stuff that Booker T is still, like, just fuming pissed about. Backstage, Seinfeld and Newman, I mean, Chris Jericho and Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Jericho. Oh my gosh, just bang already. Yeah, um, here we go. Stephanie is talking about Y2J is so five minutes ago. It is so out. No, it's like the Bartman. It is so 1991. Yesterday's news, etc. The new initials that are in aren't Y2J. They are R-V-D. And then Jericho says, yeah, also... H-O-E. Even, even how you spell it. Booker T and Big Show have an impromptu match, which is brought to you by Kestrel GTX, the JVC Gigatube, and Hot Bites. And Paul Heyman here, Hot Bites, you know, the bagel bite pizza things. He says, a bagel advertisement. My mom would be so proud. Okay, that's good, Paul. 
That was good. Oh, and for the record, uh, Montreal bagels better than New York bagels. And I'm just going to duck from all the flame arrows I'm about to get here. So, <clears throat> excuse me for a minute. Yeah. Show and Booker T having a SmackDown 2004 match. We see the bigger Rooney. And in the midst of that, Booker T takes exception to uh, Paul White here trying to do the spin Rooney and starts stomping on him. Big Show then just picks him up. Does like a one-legged powerbomb. Just creams him in the middle of the ring. Booker T lands a scissors kick. He does the spin Rooney himself. And then Show goes for the choke slam. Uh, an elbow is denied. There is a schmoz on the outside. And several chair shots and step shots. And chair shots into the steps. And that's it. Uh, Booker T is disqualified. And Big Show is left laying. WWF New York and I am not booked tonight. And I'm Seriously, yeah, how are these folks not booked? It is Chris, Christopher Nowinski, Nydia, Taylor, Josh freaking Matthews, and my personal favorite, Main Event Maven. Shout out to the RA Era podcast. These are the finalists for Tough Enough. And the Tough Enough final is going to be live from WWF New York on September 20th. One of these four superstars, spoiler alert, four out of those five superstars will be, contestants I mean, will be future superstars. Josh Matthews, uh, to this day, is the voice of Impact Wrestling. And you know what? He gets a lot of flack, but I loved his commentary in WWE. I thought he was pretty damn good. Him and Matt Stryker, I mean, just an underrated couple of lads on commentary here because they knew their shit especially matt striker and yeah we have here chris harvard mr nowinski here who has uh dedicated his life to concussion research i mean most notably i think he actually got a hold of uh, chris benoit's brain after he died and then this whole expose on wrestling and cte and and like football and CTE and has done a lot of great work with that. And it's unfortunate that those were the things that, you know, cut his career short because Christopher Nowinski, like his Harvard gimmick, it was freaking brilliant. And I'm looking forward to covering that because, you know, when I get to like 20 year retro stuff, it'll be about this time next year that I think the Nowinski, like the Harvard train starts rolling just a little bit. You know, Maven will have a couple of hardcore championship reigns under his belt. I mean, listen to uh, me and and Kyle from Apron Bump break down main event Maven during uh, the Royal Rumble. It, uh, that was fun. And I get to relive it again when I review it myself. Or maybe I'll have Kyle on the show. Kai, Kyle, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, tough enough. And now the main event. Chris Jericho and Kurt Angle are going up. Well, against RVD and a mystery partner. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out still in his sling, thinking that we were going to get him in the, the match here. But of course not. Swerve, bro. It's Taz! And Chris Jericho here lands the three amigos and a superplex on Rob Van Dam. And JR said that these three amigos were kind of a nod to Chris Benoit. But Chris Benoit did three 
Germans, and I don't know what the German word for friend is, and I'm not about to ask uh, S-I-R-I what it means. <laughs> RVD chants are breaking out here because RVD is like the most popular person, not in the Alliance, but on the entire freaking roster at this point in time. Kratingle has a hot tag and suplexes Taz. This is a big full circle moment here because at Royal Rumble 2000, Taz debuts, suplexes the shit out of Kurt Angle. They uh, have a spot here where Taz locks in the Taz mission, but Kurt Angle reverses it into an angle slam and wins. And then Stone Cold steals Kurt's medals just because. And as I close out this week's show, what do I remember? I mean, it was Hurricane Helms. It was Shane Sugar Helms turning into Green Lantern 2.0. What did I forget? Well, it was that Scooby-Doo friggin' milk trap that they they set. Like, rancid milk. I mean, just, ugh, that's, that's, that's gross. And I don't know what I'd change on this show. I mean, I wrote down that I'd change something to do with Tough Enough. Maybe you don't appear at WWE New York. You appear at Raw, or you get, like, a couple of seconds of promo time. And this is also kind of going towards your final test in the WWE because <clears throat> Nowinski, I mean, he was the smarmy, smarmy Harvard jerk throughout the entire Tough Enough series. So he already had irredeemable qualities. He was like, it was around this time, uh, was Survivor Season 2 had Jerry. And if you know Survivor Season 2 and Jerry or just Survivor Series 2 famous bitch you'll know that there's all all reality shows have that one character like hell's kitchen has like six of those every year and it's awesome and and maven's just this kind of an underdog josh matthews i mean he's he's someone who never really stepped in the ring a lot that that i know of he might have done some indie things uh, the Taylor, the uh, the other finalist here, I never heard of anything from him. And of course, Nydia, the uh, trailer park girlfriend of future Cruiserweight champion, Jamie Noble. So there's a lot to look forward to there, folks. So thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. When I come back, it's going to be September. Yes, I know I'm recording this on the 14th. I'm recording my last show of the month. But hey, vacations, man. Priorities. September is going to be an interesting month in the world of wrestling. It's going to be a very somber month in uh, looking back on the world at this point in time. And we're on the road to Unforgiven 2001, No Mercy 2001, two of the most underwhelming pay-per-views of the whole year that have a couple of good matches in them. I mean, we're we're basically on the home stretch of the whole invasion angle already. And, yeah, I'm fantasy booking this when it's over. Folks, be sure to follow us on all of our socials at Addict underscore Russell on Twitter, at Russell Addict Radio on Instagram. Listen to all of our shows, The Young Lions Perspective, The Kings of the Rings podcast, and The Delight Show. Follow us on Patreon, buy our merch on Spring, and... Yeah, TTFN, folks. Ta-ta for now. Keep your stick on the ice.